All right, it's Loki here live from Howard University homecoming tailgate. And when I ain't here drinking that jungle juice, I'm tuned in to the DEFCON Jive podcast. The dumbest name I've ever heard in my life. Thank you, bitch. Hey, did, did any of y'all see uh, your man um, Tiger dressed up as Joel Santana for Halloween, dog? Wait, what? Google it. Tiger dresses up as Joel Santana. Wait, ti- Tiger is in Tiger Woods. Nah, as in Tiger Kardashian. Okay, see that I, I would I would have jumped all over that if it was actually Tiger Woods. <laughs> that would be hilarious. That'd have been really really dope. <laughs> the rest of it has now become irrelevant. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Tiger Woods is Joel Santana is is fantastic. Santana. Santana. <laughs> what did he get an Enya in his name, dog? Like like. <laughs> Gentlemen, welcome back to another week of DEFCON Jive. They kicked us out of the studio, out of, out of WHUR Studios. We uh, we blew that wire. Pause. Mm. Oh, we, I'm sorry. We, we snapped that wire. Shout out to Face Mob. We snapped that wire <laughs> up in HUR. So uh, we're back in our respective areas. What up, what up, what up? It's your boy, local Don Juan Don. Mm-hmm. Quam Rico, there it yes. is, aka Usain Voltron. You already know. Mm-hmm. That's all I got, but you know what I'm saying. We're gonna transform stronger though. I can dig <laughs> it, Remy. Yo, it's your boy uh, Jean Valjean Paul, dog. Late Mister Rabals, but. Yo, it's your, yeah, boy, it's your boy Remy, man. I got classy bitches doing porn star shit. That's that Pinot Grigio. <laughs> A.K.A. David Duke Ellington, a pen of these classics, but I'm only using the white keys. Come on! Yeah. I like that. You should have gone last, Remy, by the way. Go ahead, <laughs> go ahead Boom. It's your man, uh, Boom Dynamite, A.K.A. Tom Booze. You know what I'm saying? No mission is impossible. <laughs> BKA Dak A Harry You know what I'm saying I hope he throws For 227 today <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god yo BKA M Bison Dele No one knows Where I'm from Or where I'm at Somewhere in the South Pacific though <laughs> AKA Young Dolph Lundgren You know what I mean I'm still trying to get paid before I'm expendable. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, it makes so much sense. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. <laughs> Lastly, it's your man Boom Baye and Baya, Fletcher Smith's true son. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> oh, Kwa- man, this is so stupid. Kwame, it's so do fucking re- smart. Do you have a response to that, Kwame? Uh, I'm, I'm going to work something up, though. <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't know we were throwing on air shots, <laughs> right? I thought we were saving that for the, when the studio was, you know, what I'm saying when the red light wasn't on. <laughs> Fair enough, though. You lucky, you lucky. I need Zeke to go ham for me tonight, dog. I'll be, I'll be doing all the low down juju. <laughs> and finally, this is your boy Cannon. 
aka Rai Tama, the Rum Punch Man. Mm-hmm. Mm. BKA Ultra Magnus Ver Magnuson. Okay. You think <laughs> I was the strongest dude in the world the way I truck these dudes? <laughs> CKA Hot Carl Lucas. Okay. Your bullets bounce off, off of me while I take a shit on your girl. <laughs> your shots can't harm me, son. Your shots can't harm me. <laughs> oh, uh, shit. Uh, you with the weekend. Uh, <laughs> I just got one, another one, man. So I'm going to use it for the outro. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, um, man. <laughs> so, so last week we were live in studio um a couple of us were drinking but uh it was all about homecoming so we didn't really talk about nfl team updates especially since we recorded on saturday mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so here are your updates the don scrapper his chiefs are five and two he out there on daddy duty still all right lebron james bond his Saints are three and four. They just lost today to Seattle. Oh no, they won today at yeah, Seattle yeah, they, against they Seattle. Won. Yeah. Um, Kwame, your Packers. Mm. Uh, you took a took a hard one today. Pause. Yeah. Let me just let me just say that the they're ske- four and three. By the way, the schedule, uh, the way that it looked at the beginning of the year before the team started playing, uh, it's turning out to be actually a, a pretty tough schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, between the Cowboys looking right. These Falcons, you know what I'm saying, flipping a switch from where they were last year to this year. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was a respectable showing, though. Like, I, 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 take, yeah. po- I take positives away from that. But, there was um, no defense. No, there was, was no defense in was, that game. I mean, it was seven on seven all day, both sides. <laughs> so, but, you know, we'll come back. We'll go strong. It was exciting, too, the fact that it came down to the last the last moment. I think it was, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, it might have been the best game of the, of the week. Um I'm trying to think. I mean, every other thing was just like horrible ties and <laughs> missed field goals <laughs> abound and just bad play. Like, yeah, that was it. Was a good game. It was a close game. Like I said, it just ended up in no defense. Right. Um, and as we podcast, my Eagles are ready to take on Booms Dallas Cowboys at five and one. At five and one, Eagles four and two beat Minnesota last week. Took Thank down the, uh, they were the last undefeated team, I believe. Thank you. They were. I appreciate so, um, that. Yeah. Did did the Packers a favor. Yep. Um, about to take down these Cowboys. Mm. So we found we out could. that Sam Bradford was who we thought he was. Exactly. So we beat these Cowboys tonight, go 5-2, and two, take over the NFC East. And uh, Allegedly. Well, well <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm banking on that. Uh, I will edit this out if we lose, so <laughs> so nobody will know. Um, Kwame, you said you you had a theory. No, I, I asked a question. I was like, you know what I mean? Because you know, we got some friends that are Raiders fans, mm-hmm. and they continue to win, you know, week after week. And I'm like, they don't seem to be that. They, they're absent of running game. Their defense looks, you know, sus. Are they actually good? Like, you know what I mean? Mm. Well, here's here's my theory. I just think. You know, it's all a it's all a, a conspiracy. They don't they don't they don't like playing at home. 
Like, okay. like mm. if you notice, like they're super strong on the road, dog. Like they're mm-hmm. showing out when they go on the road, and they're beating good teams when they go on the road. And they're crunch time. And they're beating them with with good good play. You know, what I'm saying now today, you know, they they tried to keep it close, you know, because I think people are onto them, so they started committing, you know, what I'm saying more penalties than points or or whatever. <laughs> But, um, like, I just think they don't want to go home. They're trying to get this Vegas stadium, dog. Like, they're trying to mm. get it cemented and in reality quickly. Mm. Interesting. So, what you're saying is they hate playing in the Oakland Coliseum. I'm saying that nobody wants to play football on a sandlot, dog. <laughs> <laughs> can, can, we, can we discuss what, you know what I'm saying, the NFL in Las Vegas would actually look like, though? Particularly... With the Oakland Raiders, you know what I'm saying? Like, like there's no last call. You know what I'm saying? It's a city that never sleeps. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. do you really want, you know what I'm saying, 400 dudes walking down the strip at 3 in the morning drunk as fuck? Like, you know what I'm saying? Is that in anyone's best interest? You know who wants that? The NFL. Because they're going to get back channels into the casinos for the sports betting. They're going to get uh, a cut off of that. You know they want that. They want that money. Nah, them stadiums. That that stadium will never be empty. Dog. Like never. It, it will never be empty. Fam, you could put <laughs> slot no machines there. Like, like you could you could have it when all around the stadium. You could have like windows with the slot machines. So you go in there, play the slot machines, and watch the game. Like, could you imagine going to like a Pacquiao fight on Saturday night and then coming out the next morning? You know what I'm saying for a Raider. You know what I'm saying a mm. Raider game. Mm. That's that awesome. I don't know. That's a destination package right there, dog. I don't. I don't know. Like, I mean, I have to look into this, but I don't know what the fanhood of you know, Vegas looks like. You know what I'm saying? I haven't seen too uh, many none. on Zero. air. You know what I'm saying? UNLV games. You know what I'm saying? I haven't seen. It, it, you know, it's a it's a transient city, dog. It's like DC, in, right? In so why would I go to? Like. So why would I go to a game? You know what I'm saying? Unless it's my team playing. Like you know what I'm saying? If if you're inviting you know tens of thousands of people from all over the United States and they all over the world and then you're saying alright we're gonna have the motherfucking Raiders play the motherfucking Vikings like what's mm-hmm. the chances this niggas is from Minnesota you know what I mean mm. I don't know but all I know is that's big money right there because it's just gonna be nothing but sports betting going on yeah like that's what, that's what I'm saying like, like you have to flex that shit like a, like a casino like have a casino in the stadium Yep, that's what you know I'm saying. saying. Like, like you have like shot, you have like slot machines, you know, like next to the concession stands. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. You, you, and you they can, will. You can freak that shit. You can freak that shit. Big time, and that's a big money maker. And they're gonna funnel that right. back to the NFL. You know, they'll end up having the Super Bowl there like a year or two after the after the stadium's built. I don't think that's. I mean, I think that Super Bowl shit is real. But I don't think that's gonna happen when the gambling just like you can't let in shit that's legal in you know smaller jurisdictions. All over the NFL. If that's true, then you're going to be in fucking Mile High Stadium getting fucking high as fuck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's not like, oh, we're going to build a stadium in Denver so it's going to get toke up. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, the but there's a difference though, boom, because that's against the NFL drug policy. They, they ain't saying nothing about getting coming up in, the, uh, up, up in the casinos and gambling. That ain't against the policy. Well, it is against the bet on games. Like, you know what I'm saying? See your man Pete Rose. No, it's... A, it's they are against players betting on games, of course, because that's point shaving. Um, but they're not against regular people. And shout out to the shout out to the Cowboys fumbling on the kickoff and recovering <laughs> and recovering. Hey, uh, did, he get, did he get name is Lucky? 
I don't need that. I don't need that. Um, that play by play because like your stream apparently you're getting that live Philly stream. You know what I mean? <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was a rough fumble though. <laughs> uh, but I'm like I'm like seven seconds behind you, dog. Like you're getting the straight Philly. You know what I'm saying? Intravenous feed into your brain right now. I mean, that's what I do. Because you're that's local. I, you know what I'm saying? And I bleed green. That's why. Might want to get that checked out. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Let's talk about the election coming up really, really soon. November 8th. We got about, what, 10 days to go? Something like that. Look at your ballot, folks. Check um, your ballot. Please, check down ballot. Make sure you're picking the right people. I don't mean, pick Donald Trump, basically. Don't, don't wait. You know what I'm saying? Don't show up at the, at the center, you know what I'm saying, at your voting center. Uh, and just now I realized that you've got some sort of referendum, you know what I mean, on mm-hmm. the ballot that you don't know what it's about. Um, don't show up and, you know what I'm saying, shake hands with the dudes outside that are campaigning for the local seats. And like, hey, yeah, I'll vote for you. I don't know too much about it. Do your research. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Do your research into the cats who are um, going to define how your school districts will be rezoned um, for your board of elections. Do research into who the county commissioner is, if you have one. Do research into what your governors have been up to. Do research into what your senators have been up to. Don't just vote down party line. Like, Just do do your research, all right? Yeah, don't fall, don't you, fall trap. That's how you get terrible judges on like, the bench, you know, that are, that are for police. Sheriffs. Uh, yeah, they're, they're for police, um, you know, over, they're not for police oversight. They're they're against like they're they're for gerrymandering. They'll let that stuff slide. You know you got you really gotta watch hey. out for who you voting for. Your local hey, courts are to, important. Shout out to El Chapo for killing judges midday like a <laughs> late like a late sermon preacher. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one, boom. That was a good one. That was a Yo, good he one. caught that. He caught that. He caught that dude jogging. Went up on him off the yeah. That's wild, bro. But yeah, you know what I'm saying. Pay pay attention to who you voting for. I'm sorry, I was out there. <laughs> it's very easy for that. You know what I'm saying. That top one. You know what I'm saying. Uh, box. You know, for the president to dominate most of the headlines. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But there's at least you know there's a good twenty to twenty five other cats. Who you're going to be voting for there, not to mention one or two other, you know, what I'm saying policies that might impact you, you know, what I'm saying down the line. So just right. just do your no matter who you be voting for, do your research, please, please do. As we're talking, uh, I was in D.C. in uh, the twenty for the 2012 election, and okay. like I, I like I went out there, I, I did my part, I voted or whatever. But like I got into the booth, I was like, yeah, I'm going to vote for Obama, and then I'm going and then I'm going to dip off. You know what I'm saying? Right. Nah, man, I was in there for a good like forty minutes <laughs> because there was mad referendums, <laughs> and mad student like student body presidents and shit. Yeah. Like you, you got know, it. Do, you know, yeah, do your googles though before you before you jump into that joint, man. It's not it's not vote for Hillary and and, and then dip off, man. It's a there's more to it than this, man. 
right. it was that easy, you know what I'm saying? Like like people wouldn't have died for for you for you to have the right to vote, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> so yeah, we here we here at Defcon Jive aren't going to really advocate for who you vote for. We just want you to go out and vote and know what you're voting for. <laughs> and in uh, that and in that I, I wanna, you know, point out another something that's going on this week. Uh in uh, his um, speeches going around the country, your man Donald Trump has been advocating um, for people to go out and monitor polling sites such that uh, no voter fraud can take place. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because that's a big problem in America. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> well, currently, the the Republican Party is under investigation, and it's like a it's like a uh, I think it's a four or six year uh, investigation. About how they have intimidated voters um, at polling stations, particularly mm-hmm. minority ones, particularly um, non-English speakers. They ask to see people's uh, papers. They say if you try to vote, they'll deport you. Uh, they'll tell you, you know, if you vote, they're gonna catch you for all these back child support, or you might have to pay these back tickets and all these other things, which are not true, which are ultimately have been used to silence the votes of many minorities. Now, the Republican Party has um, had this um, claim, oh, well, they've done this before. And in that, there's been an investigation, Rob, and in the last, I think, four years, they've been trying to spread the message that this is not what the Republicans are advocating. We want everyone to come out to vote because that's not what we're doing, especially because the light's on us right now very heavy. Right. This week alone, Donald Trump has said it at least five times at five different events, stating that he wants the police officers, he wants... You know, the good old boys, if you just to come out and just hang out around the polling station and make sure people don't, you know, do something illegal. Um, mm-hmm. Which is actually to, um, the, the it actually hurts the Republican Party and many Republicans um, are standing up against them again now, even at this, you know, close to the election. Just right. One, and, uh, <clears throat> uh, let me say this real quick, Kwame. Shout out, to the, shout out to the Trump supporter in Des Moines, Iowa, who got... Uh, arrested and charged with voter fraud just yesterday. <laughs> um, she voted by, it's a white woman, by the way. She voted Surprise. by mail and then went to the voter booth to do her early voting to vote again. Uh, why did she do it? To make sure that there was no voter fraud. <laughs> so the ironic part that I saw somebody on Twitter point this out, you're going to have, um, how should I put this? Low educated Trump voters going to do these illegal things, getting arrested, getting a record and then having their actual voter rights taken because, you know, they may be going into the system. So it's like the ultimate irony. It's stupid. And and the last thing I'll say before we, and illegal. Before we you know, what I'm saying move topics is don't wait to the last minute to vote. Do not wait until the last minute to vote. If you can, if you can get out there, you know, what I'm saying uh, North Carolina opened up the early voting, you know, what I'm saying on the 20th of October. So we've been able to do it for a while. We've got sites, you know, what I'm saying voter sites all around my my current county or whatnot. If you can get out there and do it, um, there some of them are open on the weekend. Some of them have early hours. Some of them have late hours. If you can get out there and do it before the last minute. Please, you know what I'm saying, make those arrangements and go ahead and do it. The biggest, the biggest, and in my opinion, uh, less talked about 
um, voter suppression mechanic is the lack of these early voting sites. Yeah. Um, I posted an article earlier in the chat where, you know, saying, I think it was the Huffington Post or something, was talking about how there some counties in whatever districts, whether they're, Demo- you know, I'm saying heavily Democrat, lean Democratic, lean Republican, or GOP, you know, I'm saying I'll leave that out. But some counties are making it so that they only have one, the, the, the federally mandated one early voting site. And it's mm-hmm. open from the hours of nine to five, right. um, which if you think about the people who are trying to get out there to vote, you know, who are working jobs, work, the people who you want to get out and vote, like the, when, when do they have the time to do that? If you got kids, you got to arrange childcare for, you know what I mean? If you got a job, if you got two shifts, you work a night shift, you work in three shifts, right. whatever, you know, it's tough. So for all of you people who can get out there and do it early, do it early. Don't leave it to the last minute. Don't wait for those lines to build up. Um, just go ahead, get out that vote, you know what I'm saying, and then sit back and relax and let's count that victory when it comes in. Right. Did you vote yet, Kwame? I have not. Oh, okay. <laughs> why can't why can't we vote like from our cell phones, like, you know what I'm saying? America's got talent and some shit. Like I think American Idol has like patented that technology, like <laughs> No, I, actually, I, not like jokingly, but I actually no, read an article that said that like online voting is actually not as you know what I'm saying problematic as one might think. It's not, but I mean, like security that need the security that needs to be put around that is massive. So I think that's what you're really looking for because you you gotta you gotta have. AT&T and Verizon and Sprint and all you have to have all the mobile carriers make sure that their lines are all encrypted and the text messages come through and they're not intercepted. They're not being dropped. You know, I mean, how often do you send a text message and then you thought you sent it and it came back and said failed? And, you know, Sprint, so I'm used to that. Exactly. So you see that. and, And so imagine you trying to vote. And then you vote, you do that like three times, but actually two of them did go through and it, it's, it could be a, it could be a mess. I'm just saying but, they, they haven't, you know, saying all the stores, you know what I mean? Haven't even in, uh, implemented that chip, you know what I'm saying? Plan from all of those, you know, credit card hacking, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Joints that went around with Home Depot and all the grocery stores, like, uh, in order to get all of the, the cell phone carriers and stuff to get on one uh, voting plan or whatever, like right. You know, I mean, unless it's on that T-Mobile and it's not going to count against that data, um, right? We'll see. But I think I think really the um, the number one thing that needs to be done is the day of voting should be a federal holiday. Like everybody should get that day right. off, right? So I think that that's the top thing to drive voter um, voter numbers. That's the thing. That's the thing. Like the GOP um, is usually more successful when there's a when there's a low voter turnout. You know what I'm saying? So like that that uh that you know make the vote make the election day a holiday shit is never gonna fly, dog. Nah, and, never. And and that goes to Kwame's point where like the GOPs, you know, a lot of their bases like you know the older you know what I'm saying people where they can afford to do that, whereas the working class people that are 30, 20 years old that predominantly vote Democratic, you know what I'm saying, will have to balance work and child care and all this other stuff where, and, you know what I'm saying, the six-year-olds are like, yeah, I voted. 
at right. two thirty. You know what I'm saying? Afternoon, right before breath, right before dinner. You know what I'm saying? Well, the, I mean, right. the the last example I give, you know what I'm saying, is that in the article, and this was actually in my, you know, what I'm saying, my home state of Wisconsin. The article I, that I was yeah, reading, I saw that one. Um, it was like they didn't they they didn't put a voting site. I think of the University of Wisconsin's college campus. Yep. Yep, that was the one. And it's like, why? Because they lean, because university campuses lean um, liberal. Right. But, but, and, and, and I understand their twisted rationale behind that, but I'm like, it's, it's, you're not just, it's not all of them. There's, there's leaning and then there's a hundred percent, you know? <laughs> so like, even right. if, even if 60 to 65% of them are leaning against your party, that other 35%, you still want those votes, right? Right. And you're, you're, so you're forcing then, you know what I'm saying? College students out in the country to, to find their way out 10, 15, 20 minutes away to the nearest voting site when, right. you know, you, I don't know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Cutting off the nose to spike the face and then bleeding out is just, you know, it seems like standard <laughs> operating procedure. Yeah. See gerrymandering. So, keeping in line with government, Remy, you had mentioned pre-show an interesting take on Obama. Would you please expound on that? Yo, man, let me, uh, let me, let me preface this by saying, you know what I'm saying, Barack Obama is like my uncle, dog, like... <laughs> you, know, if I, you know, if I see that nigga in the streets and it's all daps and hugs, though, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't let him borrow my car, dog, if he asks, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, like, I feel like we put too much on this man, dog. Like, I was driving by, uh, like, I was driving around my neighborhood, you know what I'm saying? And I, and I happened across a Barack Obama elementary school, dog. I was like, yo, it's too soon for this, dog. <laughs> Too like like <laughs> I have yet to see, I have yet to see a Nat Turner Elementary School. You know what I'm saying? So that's because the elementary school kids will revolt against the teachers. You don't want exactly, that. dog. <laughs> but like, like, am I the only one who feels that way, man? Like, like that we like we we put way too much on Barack Obama. Like, I be seeing like pictures of him like standing next to Jesus and shit. Like, come on, dog. Like, but, but, but you got you got you got to respect and pay homage. You know what I'm saying to the first. And, and and the wiggle room in which they had, you know what I'm saying? Like, so if you look at like Jackie Robinson, his stats aren't ungodly. Like, he's not like Hank Aaron, you know what I'm saying? Right. But Hank Aaron is Hank Aaron because you know what I'm saying Jackie Robinson was there, you know what I'm saying? And because he opened the door, you know what I'm saying? He let he, he made it possible for us to do all these other things and dream all these other dreams. Same mm-hmm. respect, you know what I'm saying? Because Obama's the first, you know how Obama came in off the change and the audacity to the hope and all the other stuff but when he got in you saw how constricted he was and how difficult it was to pass you know stuff that he really you know wanted to and really tried to year after year after year like a point of supreme court justice right (laughs) so it's like it's not like it's not like he didn't do nothing because he didn't want to do nothing he didn't try to do nothing it's like that's what it is and he knows it and we understand that he's the first so you know what I'm saying he should be acknowledged all due respect and and you know what I'm saying it's it's uh cats alive, you know what I'm saying, men and women alive right now who you know what I mean, when it was their turn to be able to vote, when they reached the age of majority to where they could vote, weren't able to, despite whatever laws, you know what I mean, may have been passed. You know, as just as we were discussing with whatever voter intimidation practices you want to discuss, you know what I'm saying, it's a fact 
And the fact that now there's somebody of their own color, you know what I'm saying, who's standing at the highest position of the free world, whatever you may think of the status of the country, is something significant. Um, I mean, and look, let's be honest, like, it's not like, you know what I mean, uh, Jerome Hutchinson, you know what I mean, got elected president, right? Like, <laughs> this is this is Barack Hussein Obama, you know what I mean? Got a, you know, we're not talking about, you know what I'm saying, Reggie Starks, you know what I'm saying, getting elected. This is Barack Hussein Obama, you know what I'm saying, and that's getting elected, right? Like, this isn't, this isn't, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, Kenny Dickinson the fourth, you know what I mean? <laughs> Getting elected. This is Barack Hussein and you know what I'm saying Obama. I'm gonna say Mbali. Obama. I tried to slide that joint. Tried to slide that joint in there. It's it's a you know they do that the the presidents the people the candidates running for president they do a little Catholic you know what I'm saying roast of themselves. Yeah. I think Hillary and and Trump just did it and it didn't work out that well because you know what I'm saying they because Trump doesn't understand. They just throwing, it just turned into acidic throwing barbs at each other. Mm-hmm. Like last year, you know, what I'm saying on topic, Barack was like, you know, you know, Mitt, Mitt isn't even, you know, what I'm saying Ronnie's uh, first name. It's actually his middle name. He's like, I wish I could go by my middle name. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and it's like you never. I wasn't alive to see. I mean, I saw Clinton. I wasn't yeah. alive to see. Um, H or uh, W, or is it H W? H W Bush, um, or Reagan? You know what I'm saying? Like I, I can't remember how their personalities were. Right. But like, come on, dog. You're not gonna see somebody like Barack for a while. You know what I mean? Like, I, 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 that, I totally agree with you, dog. Like he's beyond. Okay, you take the if you take the president off, like his personality um, and his presence is something that will be remembered for a while, and what he was able to accomplish. Um, take, taking shots at himself, taking shots at others, uh, whatever his political, um, whatever your ap- political affiliation, I think everyone can agree that there hasn't been as personable a president as what we're seeing right now. Somebody that was able to relate to both the older and the younger, to both the white and the black, um, to both the higher class, middle class, and the lower class, the way that we're seeing right now. Except for those older white people who swear by Reagan. And you know what? Who's, swe- who, Reagan, who's, who's swearing by who's swearing by Reagan? No, the, he's right. Those older right. white people. The older the older white people. Now who who's swearing by Obama? Everybody else. Like everybody. Like that's the thing. Like it's not striated down color lines or or age lines or gender lines. It's everybody. You know what I mean? So like I think that's a pretty good legacy to have, dog. Like when you got a rainbow of colors, you know what I'm saying, supporting you back in your corner, cheering you on as you walk off and drop the mic versus, Pause. you know what I mean, uh, uh, one socioeconomic, you know what I'm saying, or racial uh, uh, class or what have you, one segment <laughs> of the population. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with Boom in that we, okay, the Nobel Prize was a bit much, but everything else, I think he's, He's done pretty good work. Yeah, he's not the black president. You know, he's not the president for black people. He's everybody's president. But this motherfucker got, he got Osama, dog. Like, that's big. He ended the Iraq war. That's pretty big. Check the economy. He he got the economy bouncing. That's pretty big. He did not close Guantanamo. He gave health care to everybody. But he brought that health care. 
premiums may be going up, but so are subsidies. Let's get that out there. Um, like that, those are big, big victories. So I think it's also a generational thing because Remy, you know, when when a new joint comes out, when a new album comes out, doesn't matter, rock, rap, jazz, bluegrass, fucking, I, you know, Irish jigs. Is either trash or classic immediately. Like, yo, you heard that, that new Irish, Irish jig, son? That Irish jig anthology, dog. Like, dog, did you hear that new Irish jig? Nah, son, that, that shit is trash, B. That jig of what? B. Yo, that, yeah, that shit is classic, B. That that Irish jig 2014, though, son, that shit is classic. Like, I think that's just the time. So you have this president who is the first black president who's accomplished a lot of things. Nobel Prize, you know. You can debate whether he deserved it or not, but what did he get that for, dog? Like <laughs> peace, I think. Oh, okay, all right. Well, what what award did Bob Dylan just win? Uh, for Gangsta literature party. or uh, poetry. Gangsta party award. Gotcha. Gangsta party. <laughs> yeah, I believe it was for like poetry or literature or something like that. We're doing creative interpretations now, though. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I think we might be putting a little bit too much on it, but it also might be a little deserved. Is my point. Like like I, like I like I feel like he's done shit. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me don't get me wrong. Like, but like this is like yo Kendrick Lamar is the greatest rapper of all time, dog. It's like right. he got two he got two albums, me. Like like, like <laughs> let, let him cook, let him cook for for a couple more albums, yo. Then we'll then we'll talk. Hey, you know some, sometimes you can see greatness right away though. Like why That's wait? True. That's true. Why wait? I mean, Biggie only got two albums technically, and we call him the greatest rapper of all time because he is. But uh, I think I think I think. <laughs> I think to I think to Remy's point, like um, when when stuff affects your life in different ways, you know what I'm saying? Like for us to say, you know, because we're black or whatever, or because even because of his accomplishments, you know what I mean? That may downplay, you know what I'm saying, the lives of someone who was more impacted by like, you know what I'm saying, Teddy Roosevelt, like you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, if I'm a frontiersman and this thing set up, you know what I'm saying, the general, and he's not killing me no more, you know what I'm saying? That really affects my life. And, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> more so than this equality bill, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really need that right now. I just need these Indians off my ass. You know what I mean? Cool. So it's like, I, I, I feel you, and I guess, you know what I'm saying, for those time periods, like, you know, people like Eisenhower setting up, you know, the infrastructure and the highway system and stuff like that, like, there are major changes that are made, you know, in each administration. And because we are of that age where, you know, we're politically minded and we are directly impacted by stuff like school loans and health care and, you know, what I mean, taxes and, you know, what I mean, um, mortgages and loans like uh, it, it would feel to us like he's he's the greatest president ever because he did a lot of stuff that that affects us. Right. 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 I can date that. In line with that. I want to shout out my man, LeBron James Bond, who's not on on the podcast this week. But last week, me, him, his lady, and a few others got to go to the uh, National African American Museum of History and Culture. And it's a transformative experience. I implore everybody, if you can find a ticket somehow... Like, go to the bootleg man in the metro or, like, it just anyway. You can get a ticket. Get one, go. That wasn't the story. The story was, outside of the museum, 
there was this dude who was selling a painting. And this painting was of Obama, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, uh, Bob Marley, Tupac. Yes. Uh, and they were all on horseback riding in to save the day. Now that got us to thinking, who would you put in your Black Nificent Seven, dog? Did you did did you mention uh, Huey Newton was there? Oh, I, I'm sorry, I failed to mention Huey Newton was Man- in the back. Mandela, please, please say the P. And Tub- Mandela, yeah. Tubman, did you mention that uh, King and Obama had their wives side saddle with them? <laughs> I did not mention that. <laughs> with uh, I believe uh, a gangster Sojourner Truth in the background lurking though. Sure is. With the low six shooter ready? Sure is. And and Tubman has the same look on her face so, that she has in every picture of her. So Jenner shoot? That's that that's that Dubman. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> man. They're 20. So so I ask you fellas, who who would be in your your uh posse, your black nificent seven posse? Yeah, uh, yeah, was Oprah in that joint? Man, I'm trying to find a picture. Oprah was not in that joint. No. Oprah needs to be in that joint, dog. <laughs> I'm going to say this, man. Oprah is the, is the Obama precursor, dog. Like, I don't understand how, like, you can have Obama in that picture and not have Oprah in that shit, dog. Nobody has brought more more people together from, from distinctly different backgrounds than Oprah. Mm. Mm. That's where I'm going to have to swerve on that, you know what I'm saying? And I'm going to have to say... Someone that was so deeply, you know what I'm saying, inspirational and inspiring to my life, you know what I'm saying, all our lives, you know what I'm saying, directly. I think, you know what I'm saying, Uncle Russ should be on that joint. Russell Simmons, you know what I'm saying? He's, 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 he's our Barry Gordy, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? He influenced the way that we dress, the way that we talk, the way that we live our lives, you know what I'm saying, 30, mm-hmm. 40 years later, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Let Uncle Russ be on a, on a horseback in a yoga pose, man. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, so I just pulled the picture up, though. Like, no one else finds it like ironic that Rosa Parks is definitely sit- chilling in the back of that picture. <laughs> I mean, I, I think <laughs> I, I can't, I can't, I can't comment on you know what I'm saying my man's intentions here. I think he started off, you know, what I'm saying with that seven, and then he was like, uh. <laughs> Honorable mention. Like, Honorable like, mention. I'm not trying to start a, you know what I'm saying, a Mount Rushmore of basketball controversy. Let me just <laughs> fill in the blanks a little bit here. Painting rose. Oh, roses in the back. God <laughs> shit. Oh, um, you know what? Let me put every woman in the back. Uh, I'm going to put... <laughs> we're going to put Coretta Scott behind Martin. Going to put Michelle behind Obama. Betty Shabazz behind Malcolm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harriet, you gangster, so you're just gonna leave you right there. Mm-hmm. You're gonna walk. You're gonna walk your feet, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and like, yo, like, like, how is Obama front and center, and like uh, Nelson Mandela is in the is in the back? Bro? <laughs> like, come on, dog. Like I said, I think my man, you know, what I'm saying, like, he painted the picture, <laughs> then he got some feedback, <laughs> and he was like, because like I don't even think that's paint. Like I think he used like some Crayola. Uh, so what if, what if the joint was like scented markers it was just like his artistic ability like he put the joints in the front that he could draw the best and he was like you know what 
Well, I'm pretty. Mm. I'm, I'm not going. really. I'm not really certain on this Tubman. I'm just gonna see if I can. Uh, no. All right, let's move to the back. Well, you know I'm, I mean? I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Malcolm is not five two, dog. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The proportions were off. Like All Malcolm right. is front and center. You know what I'm saying? And I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Bob, Bob Marley is missing that smoking Jay Cutler cigarette, though. <laughs> Definitely not a cigarette. All right, so here, here's the question that me, me and LeBron James Bond had. What are Bob Marley and Tupac doing here? What? They don't need to be there, dog. Um, what? Yeah, Tupac and Bob Marley are, are flanking. You could have you you taken them out and, and put somebody, you know, with, with slightly more... Well, then wait, wait. Well, then why is, why is Ali in there? Yeah, yeah. Ali... Post uh, post Parkinson's is in this picture. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Yeah, he definitely does have Parkinson's, though. The horse oh, is all man. fucked up, you know what I'm saying? He's <laughs> <laughs> playing red light, green light, because he keeps drinking the junk. This is... I did not condone... Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> the views and opinions expressed are... Not mine at all. <laughs> um, no, I don't. I don't actually have a problem um, with it because I'm not. I'm not going off of uh, like how big or how deep or how monumental an impact they might have had in whatever arena they were in. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I look at the picture and I see a collection of powerful, you know, what I'm saying black personas, and right. at as a whole, you know, I think it accomplished what it's what it's trying to accomplish. The fact that we're even having this discussion. I think is um, testament to what he was trying to to provoke, but um, mm-hmm. I think it's a bunch of powerful black people on that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying on this painting, um, the fact that you have Tupac next to Harriet, I think is a, a powerful is, is contrast. And, it, and no, I think I think it's a good. It's a, in and of itself. It's like a you know what I'm saying. Uh, uh, it's something to provoke conversation. You know what I mean? Which is what mm-hmm. art is supposed to do. Um, Mm-hmm. And I think I think it's accomplished this goal. Like I, I'd take this print, you know what I mean? Like I'd hang this print up because I think so, it's a good piece. So Kwame, who are you? Who are you putting on horseback in, in your painting? Yeah, so I'm gonna go a little bit of a different route, and I don't have all my names, you know, what I'm saying listed in front of me because I just got this like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> of course, this, this homework that's how we assignment. Prepare. Yeah, I didn't know we were having a pop quiz. Yeah, um, no, that's how we prepare. But here's who I'm. Who are, here's who I'm putting on mine, right? I'm putting, um, I'm putting Medgar Evers. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm putting Emmett Till. Okay. Okay. You see where I'm going with this? Yeah, I got I do. you. I'm putting Amadou Diallo. Yep. Mm. Right. Okay. I'm putting um, facing forward. Uh, oh God, Rodney King. Mm. Okay. Right. Mm. So I got what's that? That's four right there. That's four. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna work on that. I'm gonna work, but you see where I'm going with this, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's who I'm putting on horseback, and I'm putting them. You know, what I'm saying I'm not putting them on normal horseback either. I'm putting them on those spirit cloud horsebacks. You know, what I'm saying riding mm. riding above the young plains. Guns? You know what I mean? Is it young guns. I'm I'm putting the rest of us? I'm I'm putting them up in the sky. You know what I mean? Like that's 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 how I'm rolling with that. Mm-hmm. Some spirit horses. You know, what I'm saying I'm on that on that Mufasa joint. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> <laughs> on that lion guard. You know, what I'm saying extra roar. You know, what I'm saying type <laughs> scenario. Y'all without kids don't get it, but y'all with kids do Shout get out to Kion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe could be Yo, my youngest one. just got on that joint, man. That shit is crazy, dog. <laughs> he can't... He knows, like, three words, dog. Uh-huh. But, like... But he knows, like, the entire theme song to that shit, dog. <laughs> That's all you need, dog. 
But anyway, that's that's. I think that's my. I actually might commission something like that, dog. That's mm. that's what I'm thinking about right now. After after you put your man Uncle Rush up there, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Another, you know what I'm saying, hyper influential, you know what I'm saying, person on on, on the plight of of me and my like and my round. Gotta be Puff Daddy. <laughs> yo, real talk, real talk. Like yo, me and my wife is having a conversation about this shit, dog. Like. There's a certain class of like African American dog that like like no matter what they do, man, like it'll always be right, dog. Mm-hmm. And Diddy is definitely in that shit, dogs. Like Diddy, yep. Oprah, Morgan like, Freeman, dog. Like, ooh, 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 Morgan Freeman's a good one. So Diddy, Diddy showed me that you know what I mean. I believe in myself, and if if, if niggas is talking about me, they just haters. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I should ignore all criticism. You know what I'm saying? And keep shining. Mm. And I think, you know what I'm saying, he 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 made a lot of people get all fabulous and buy, you know what I'm saying, a lot of platinum food try to, you know, replicate his, his style. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna have it's to real. put Uncle Rush, I'm gonna have to put up my man uh Puff Daddy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. In line with that, I think you have to put Beyonce on horseback. Yes. Side saddle. <laughs> <laughs> Respectfully. Yeah, I think if, if we're going if we're going to pick some artists, it's got to be like. Yo, do you have? It's got to be like have, Beyonce. Do you have Jigga peeking over her shoulder like <laughs> doing Obama right now? <laughs> Jay Z on the back of the horse. Yo, oh, like, what? Like, yo, when does she? When? When? If it hasn't has happened already, has she eclipsed Jay Z, dog? I think it has happened already. It, it, it has happened, happened already. already. Yeah, it happened already. So, so, so he needs to be. So he needs to be sitting behind her, like poking his head out, like, <laughs> like Coretta Scott in that joint, huh? <laughs> is that is that what we gonna do to my man Jay, dog? I mean, he held you down six summers, dog. Where's the love? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right. He surely did, but it's like you know, what I mean, the 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 lifespan for his his you know, what I'm saying type of art. Far, you know what I'm saying, less than her joint. You know what I'm saying, pop music can go forever. You know what I'm saying. Also, also like what, what? Um, man, I don't, I don't want to send shots. You know what I mean? But like, what, what is, what is he, what has he done? You know what I mean? Like, what is he, what is he? As far as like, <laughs> like, like, why, all right, why is, why is Tupac up there? Because he, he, he. he more you know, most eloquently, you know, what I'm saying conveyed the the temperature of you know the inner city American at that time, good and bad. He had Brenda had a baby. He had you know what I'm saying um, songs where he smutting bitches. I get around. You know what I'm saying like it was that dichotomy. Is that that real? It was that um, newscast report. You know what I'm saying from the streets. What was going on? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying right. And and then with Beyonce, you know what I'm saying like even with her most recent album. You know what I mean like there's some things where she's She's specifically and deliberately, you know what I'm saying, tossing shots at society, at the way things are constructed, the way, you know what I'm saying, she's treated as a woman, the way she's treated as a black woman, the way she's treated as being just black. Um, and so, man, we're about to dive off the deep end here. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to just, I'm, you know what, I, I'm not even going to delve into that. We'll, 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 we'll toss that into the <laughs> next section. <laughs> we'll... We'll just. That's the attack that. you just heard, dog. <laughs> Sorry. We'll, we'll hold that for next session. 
Um, because I think as a as a mainstream uh, uh, entertainer, you know what I'm saying, Jay is a powerful figure, but like, I feel like all of his his stuff has been self-motivated, which I don't have any problem with. Um, whereas the, you see the likes of Tupac and uh, uh, and, and Beyonce or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And their stuff is self-motivated too, but there's also clearly a message, you know what I'm saying, that they're delivering, that they're trying to deliver with their art form as well. Mm, I understand it. Art is a representation of life. And, you know what I'm saying, I don't know that, I think Jay more than, you know, most, you know what I'm saying, artists has tried to convey that I have a new life now, so I'm rapping differently now. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't often talk about, you know what I'm saying, rhyming like he rhymed on Reasonable Doubt or, you know what I'm saying, in my lifetime or Streets is Watching. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't have those flows or those, you know what I'm saying, that content, you know what I'm saying, anymore. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that he's utilizing or glorifying that to make money. I think that art imitates life. You know what I'm saying? I don't think you can criticize someone for living a life and then rapping about their life. When he raps about Warhols and Basquiat's in his hallway, like, no mm-hmm. one can relate. But that's his life. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree 100%. <laughs> All right. Uh, lastly, Stevie Wonder's on horseback, but the horse is wandering off. Moving on. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the black business of the week. Is he sitting backwards on the horse, dog? <laughs> <laughs> the black business of the week. Shout out to, first of all, shout out to the mix plate. Uh, yeah. That boy Serrano Barnes, Ooh. Grand Chef, Grand Chef's shout, LA. Shout out to Ama. Shout out to Ama, the queen. Um, putting, putting together a dope ass, a dope ass event. Um, had two food trucks out there. We're not gonna mention the other one because they uh they they weren't on their game. But uh, what we will mention and uh, get the pause button ready, please. Shout out to Neat Meat DC. <laughs> What's that name again? <laughs> so Neat, Neat Meat DC. Uh, food truck goes around DC. With uh, dope ass sloppy Joe sliders and sandwiches. Come on, dog. <laughs> meat meat serving these sloppy Joes, dog. Come on, dog. <laughs> but yo, it was banging though. So I got the sloppy Joe with cheese and onions. They had like fish. They had different types of joints. It was it was dope. So shout out to my man Namdi. With the food truck. Boom. What was the name of that food truck again? You said Namdi. That's my man's name. <laughs> <laughs> cool dude. Cool dude. <laughs> yeah, we're going to try to get him on the podcast. Uh, hopefully, we could talk to him soon about, you know, how he got started and, and everything else. So, shout out to my man Namdi from uh, Boom. What was that food truck? It's neat meat, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> neat meets DC. You know what I'm saying? Check the check the Twitter joint, you know what I'm saying, for times and locations. For sure. 
Now, moving on to a segment we didn't get to do last week, mostly because we were in studio. But uh, what you've been listening to? So, Kwame, you you were on the road a bit last week, so I'm sure you got to listen to something. Yeah. Uh, hold on, I'm trying to find. All right, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Shout out to my man's um, Ishdar. You know what I mean? Broken hearts and bankrolls. Straight out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, um, breaking into the Spotify most requested playlist. That's how I found him. I'm sorry, most necessary playlist. Um, I, I I wasn't even really checking for it, and then you know what I'm saying I heard you know what I mean uh, his latest single. You know what I'm saying he was talking about you know what I'm saying rocking the Brewers caps. You know what I'm saying outside of Racine, and I was like, wait a minute, wait a this, minute. I know this place is. I know that hood. <laughs> and um, low-key, yo, the act, the album, you know what I'm saying, it's not even on some cuckoo cow. Oh, okay, I got I to gotta represent because he's from Milwaukee. But, uh-huh. like, the album is actually pretty dope. You know what I'm saying? So that's Ish, this uh, Broken Hearts and Bank Rolls by Ishdar. You know what I'm saying? Milwaukee Strong. For sure. <laughs> Boom, what do you have to say about that? I'm gonna let him live, man. <laughs> okay. I, 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 t- I took an early shot on the on the aliases. I'm gonna live. Okay. <laughs> Boom. What you been listening to? Tretch. So I've been listening to. Uh, <laughs> I should I should be so lucky. You know what I'm saying? Next podcast we should do a. You know what I'm saying? Top underrated rappers. Tretch is definitely up there. He is. I have I have bars I can you know spit that that support. You know what I'm saying? That fact. But um, so I've been listening to this drum. You know what I'm saying? Feeling beyond, hey, hey, I'm beyond all that fuck shit, hey. Hey, little mama, would you like to be my sunshine? Nigga, touch my game, we gon' turn this shit to Columbine. Ice on my neck, cost me ten times three. $30,000 for a nigga to get free. I just hear Rodeo and I'm yeah. like D-R-A-M? Yeah. Yeah, and, um. That cash machine. I it's really, it's really like super uh, eclectic. Like it's a, uh, it's got like um, EDM, rap, soul, R and B. You know what I'm saying? Blues on it. And I see what he's trying to do, but I'm just not feeling the joint. Like mm. I was saying before, like it's in that like you know CeeLo Green, Love Below type feel, which is dope. No problem with that, but. If you're lacking in the, you know what I'm saying, singing ability, you have to be, you know, you have to produce in the creativity. You know what I'm saying? Like, if your creativity's up there, like, I can fuck with you not being able to sing as well. Mm. So, boom, like, what happens when he drops that uh, that Cash Machine remix with Cameron, dog? Ooh. Then I have a prop. Then we have to fucking fall back <laughs> and, and roll this, You know what I'm saying? But, like I said, I just, I just, I think it was a, it was a bit... 
like you know how your first your first you know what I'm saying album is supposed to really you know what I'm saying describe who you are and I can see that as this like you know what I mean like um kind of like quilt from um Jim Class Heroes like everything that inspires him and everything that you know makes him him I got that mm-hmm. but I don't feel like he executed any of them particularly well <laughs> you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. but uh, um would you put that in line with like Tory Lanez where your disappointment uh, um. No, because I because the thing about Tory Lanez is, you know, I heard Tory Lanez first on some freestyles, and I knew he could rap, and I was hoping that he would rap, mm-hmm. and then he would just sing. So like, I know he's okay at a different arena. I just wish he would do it more. You know what I mean? Right. And and not sing like he sings. <laughs> not taking anything from not taking anything away from Dram's bars, dog. Because like underneath like the bubblegum other of, of the shit that he does, you know what I'm saying? Like there there are like some legit like lines and bars and shit in there. Like like the mechanics are there, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's disguised under this uh this new you know, auto tuning, you know, uh like uh like little yachty like I'm just I like I, I, I just wanna get turnt, you know what I'm saying, like music, but like like there there's there's a format like to dram shit. The, mm-hmm. uh, that I, that I peeped that I've peeped and like it, it, it it's respectable dog I can't I can't front on him man okay he's out there he's out there he's out there doing this thing like uh, like but I, I can totally see where Boom's coming from dog right so Remy what you been listening to look man <laughs> your boy Remy has never been on Spotify dog and like I was driving home while I was stuck in traffic uh, on Friday. And I was just like, yo, let me, uh, let me, let me, uh, flip the Spotify app on, dog. And I, and I got into like one of these public, uh, playlist joints, the joint Rap Caviar, dog. Yeah, yeah I stay on that joint. Oh. Rap Caviar? I thought you want to say public announcement. <laughs> Shout out to Kells. And like, yo, like, um, it just like reaffirmed how much I hate what music is doing right now, dog. Mm. But, uh, there, there's a joint on there, uh, fucking what was it? Black Beatles, Ray. Sh- I don't even know how to say this fuck. Say this fucking shit. Ray Schmerd, Ray Schrimmer, Sh- Ray Schrimmer, Ray Schrimmer. what you're not gonna do <laughs> <laughs> Michael made support. it dog it has, it has to be supported you right I will support I will support Ray Shremmer why cause, cause he's on that Shrem life that's why hey they're, they're actually dope dog. they wrote Formation what <laughs> right <laughs> right right wow I didn't know that I didn't right. know that either alright then that makes sense though. That sounds like them. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Face melted time though. But like he uh, was on, he, he was on, a, he was on a highly questionable. And they were like, "Why?" He's like, "What's the the most expensive thing you have in this closet?" He was like, "The Chanel coat that Beyonce wears." And like, Why do you have a girl's jacket? And he was just like, "Cause we wrote formation. Every time I look at it, I think about the money I'm getting." And I was like, "Damn, boy." <laughs> That's rich. And, 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 that's too, and that's when I became a fan of this from like. <laughs> That'll do it. That'll definitely like, do like, it. Like, 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 it's, it's nothing against like the like the Ray Shremmerts of the world, though, because like, because like, like that no like I was definitely bopping my head, pause to that no flex zone. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boom, are you related to the swimmers, dog? <laughs> no, they got joints, man. No, they got no, they got some they got some joints, man. But this uh, are you, this are black you, beetle shit is trash, dog. Are you boom? Are you related to Khalif and Akil Brown, dog? <laughs> did you just look them up? I did, dog. <laughs> <laughs> are you the lost swimmer, dog? No, I'm not. Yo, sh- I'm yo, not shout out to uh, that episode of Atlanta, dog, where uh. Yeah, <laughs> people went with the bottle weed from uh, Migos, from Migos dog. <laughs> the yeah. four Migos, dog. Yeah. Made the pre Migos <laughs> like that. Nah. Now nah, we got to They had to lose that one nigga. <laughs> Man, he ain't gonna survive the night. <laughs> Yo, nah, but I, I think I think Ray Sherman is one of the like young dudes that I actually respect out of the game, and I feel like you know I saw a couple of the freestyles. And like you know, what I'm saying one of them be rapping, another one just be hyping the background with the ad libs. They just like you know what I mean. And they got a, they got a, a pretty a pretty little catalog, man. I'm trying to tell you, like they got some joints. Nah, I'm not, I mean I'm not gonna fake on them. They definitely have some joints that you know what I mean. Uh, uh, that not you know what I'm saying in the in the minivan, you know what I'm saying, or you know what I'm saying while I'm in the gym or whatnot. Um, I just find it kind of interesting that you're supporting them so so wholeheartedly. So <laughs> it's gotta it's gotta be the elementary school class that put them on. Man, when he said he wrote formation, I was like, all right, it's, you know. That's it, that's it. We're done. Yeah. All right. That's all I need to hear. You adopted Boom. them, dog? Boom. Secret <laughs> Beyonce fan. Oh, no. That's Remy. <laughs> no, Remy's not, not a secret Who's not fan. a Beyonce fan, dog? How are you not a Beyonce fan, dog? Like, like do you, you want to die, dog? You going to say that shit on the podcast, dog? That, you, that you don't, you're not a fan of Beyonce? And risk the Bayhive activating on your ass, dog? I mean, it's publicity. <laughs> I don't know problem with B you know what I'm saying <laughs> unless she puts on a WNBA jersey <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. you had your lane ma you should stay in it <laughs> hey shout out to 7th Streeter too you know what I'm saying they refuse to let a black girl get on her knees it's crazy stop it come on man <laughs> Um, okay, so what I've been listening to is that new that new Joe Button album, Rage in the Machine. Seems something like a phenomenon. Go ahead and judge me. I ain't got to honor y'all. Shit, I told the judge I sit. Never mind the bond. Nigga, I won't budge. And this bitch is like I'm a don. You can't con the con. Left from the long arm of the law. I can write as if my mama involved. My monologue say I'm back at it. One life, so son, live it. I'm committed. Never did it. And wish it I undid it. Young kid is listening to one talk. That John dropped uh, the Friday during homecoming. So I ain't get a chance to check it until after recovery time from homecoming. Was, was um, he sober for like at least three of these songs, though? Yeah, actually. Oh, shit. Actually, um, there's... Shit, he's turning over a new leaf. <laughs> the emo has been slightly minimized. I like it. You know, he's he's not in there crooning over lost loves. <sighs> uh, but he's spitting. That said, you know what I'm saying? Still he still spitting. Should've, he he should have... He Bagged up Tahiri when he had that. He's shit. not. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I might, I might have a couple. I might have a couple songs if I let Tahiri go. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, he's not doing what? Uh, he, he's uh, he's not crooning over women. So he's like, not. Like, he's he's not doing Ghostface. Uh, <laughs> shots. 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 He threw a softball shots, pitch soon. He threw an underhand joint. I did. I did. I knew it. I knew that was coming. Pause. But yeah. Uh, 
But yeah, check out that Rage in the Machine. It's completely produced by A Rap Music. Okay. Um, Ill Mind co-produced a bunch of joints on there too. Dope. So um, and uh, he got Joel on there. Joel Ortiz. Dope. On a joint called Serious, and that that joint is dope. Half so of, underrated rappers though. Half of right. uh, what is that? Slaughterhouse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's two. That's half of the Slaughterhouse right there. Um. So please go check out Joe Button Rage in the Machine. Uh oh, he the lead single is like a play off of Hard Knock Life, where A Rap Music, uh, he sampled a musical joint, and then Joe dropped some lines from Hard Knock Life, and okay, yeah, it's it's pretty dope. So, where's he from? I believe he's from Jersey. All right, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's from Jersey. He. He says it a bunch of times, but I'm not inclined to believe him. I mean, everybody gets a hit if you swing once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Redman, Tretch, and, and Jump Off Joe. Please respect it. In case so Lauren Hill. Shouts out to Lauren Hill. Jersey. I mean, you are, yeah, I you are a history major, boom, so. <laughs> See what I'm saying? I let, I let your, you know what I'm saying, Milwaukee bred rapper get, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> out of and reverence it, and respect, this is how you, you know do me, Doug? This is how you, you know do me, Doug? After we let you cook? Look, you open up you open up with shots, dog. I gotta shut down the lane. <laughs> he let that, boom, he let that floater go, but he's been, uh, he's been protecting the rim ever since. Apparently. You know what I'm <laughs> Shout to M. Bison Dele. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yo, we're on uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. Uh, tune in. DefConJive.com. Email us. Podcast at DefConJive.com. Yeah. Oh, Remy, I forgot to yeah. ask you. You were asked at T-Tot what the, <laughs> what the censor joint was. What did you tell him? I told him like it, it will not be discussed, dog. <laughs> it, 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 well, it is still a secret, dog. Well played. I was asked too. They, they tried to run up on me, like you know. What I, mean? I was like, I cannot disclose that information. <laughs> <laughs> no, nor will we. <laughs> those those records have been stricken. Right. We've been, uh, they, they've been, been sealed. Dog. They've been redacted. They've been. <laughs> They're going back mixing tapes. They're going back into the Disney vault, though. <laughs> <laughs> Next time Aladdin is released, we're going to yeah, release exactly. that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you may find out, though. I'll drop a clue. <laughs> Shout out to Desert Storm. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, email us, podcast at defconjive.com. Um, that's it. So uh, are y'all recovered from homecoming? Because it took me a while. Nah, I've been man, in- like, here. I didn't really get to do all that much, man. Yeah, so, you like, didn't get to do shit. Like, I, was, I was living vicariously through y'all. Dude. Right. I had to do mad shit on Sunday, man, <laughs> but I made it work. Man. <laughs> hey, Quams, you was driving on Sunday, so I guess you got a chance to chill. Yeah, I mean, I was good, man. I was just vibing, you know what I'm saying, listening to music. But, you know what I'm saying, what I didn't know is I'd come home and I'd get that, you know what I'm saying, uh, norovirus handoff. Uh, <laughs> like, 
Like, dog, I thought I was, you know what I'm saying? I thought I was Ali in the corner doing a rope-a-dope all week. Mm. And it turns out George Foreman landed a punch, you know what I mean? Mm. Wednesday night took me down for the count, dog. <laughs> all Thursday, I was slumped on the couch, man. They, down goes You know what I'm saying? Damn. Um, but, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been good. All right. Straight. Recovery was good. Bet. Bet. So, let's get on out of here. Finish watching this game. Uh, currently, Cowboys up 10-3. Yeah. You see that? When my man hurled that dude, man? He, I, I did see that, unfortunately. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's, this seems to be a pretty good defensive battle, which you wouldn't expect from Dallas. So, uh, I, I, I'm thinking this is going to be a low-scoring game, boom. This might be like a 24-21 victory for one of the teams. We'll I need Zeke to get like 200 more yards, though. <laughs> you know what? He can get 300 yards as long as they don't score. Yeah, you know what? I'm fine with that, too. We'll, yeah, I'll exactly. take that. You know what I'm saying? There you go. So, uh, signing out, this is your boy, Hot Carl Lucas. Your shots can't harm me, dog. I'm shitting on all your girls. Yeah, yeah. It's your boy, Milwaukee's finest. You know what I'm saying? Quan Rico. <laughs> Yo, it's your man, David Duke Ellington, dog. Only the white keys, dog. <laughs> it's, your, it's your dude, Psycho Less's right hand. You know what I mean? The first thing in the juju on the beat. <laughs> I'm done, son. I'm leaving. That's it. You won, dog. You won. And we out.